Good day, everyone, and welcome to today's Living Life. Yesterday, uh, in, the, in yesterday's video, I poked a bit of fun at people who take selfies. And, um, but, you know, let's admit uh, and confess that we all think a lot about our appearance, right? Including me. And, um, you know, a, a confessional funny story is that a couple of months ago, <clears throat> I was um, scheduled to preach. Uh, on, a, on the Sunday at OEM, at our services, both campuses and everything. It was, it's a big deal. It's always a big deal. I was a little nervous. But like a week before I was supposed to preach, I get, you know, on my face, right under my nose, the biggest pimple of my life. And, you know, I don't know if you can tell. I'm sure you can tell. But I've had acne and pimple all my life, like for most of my life from a very early stage. But this was the biggest so far by yet. And I was like, you know, how old am I? Why do I still have to suffer but, you know, from this? And I was trying to do different things. I was like, do I have to put some foundation on? I, was, I started looking through my wife's makeup to see what I can use to try and cover it up or just make it look less ugly and big and so forth. I mean, in the end, I put one of those like skin colored, uh, what do you call them? Like a Band-Aid type of things that were just that kept coming off so i must have looked ridiculous and silly right but i hope i just i hope it wasn't a distraction but let's admit we all have the need to cover up our imperfections especially the the type that mars you know our quote unquote beauty right it's a natural tendency let's read the passage and then we'll talk more about this Leviticus chapter 13 verses 18 through 46 When someone has a boil on their skin and it heals, and in the place where the boil was, a white swelling or reddish white spot appears, they must present themselves to the priest. The priest is to examine it, and if it appears to be more than skin deep and the hair in it has turned white, the priest shall pronounce that person unclean. It is a defiling skin disease that has broken out where the boil was. But if, when the priest examines it, there is no white hair in it, and it is not more than skin deep and has faded, then the priest is to isolate them for seven days. If it is spreading in the skin, the priest shall pronounce them unclean. It is a defiling disease. But if the spot is unchanged and has not spread, it is only a scar from the boil, and the priest shall pronounce them clean. When someone has a burn on their skin, and a reddish-white or white spot appears in the raw flesh of the burn, the priest is to examine the spot, and if the hair in it has turned white, and it appears to be more than skin deep, it is a defiling disease that has broken out in the burn. The priest shall pronounce them unclean. It is a defiling skin disease. But if the priest examines it and there is no white hair in the spot, and if it is not more than skin deep and has faded, then the priest is to isolate them for seven days. 
On the seventh day, the priest is to examine that person, and if it is spreading in the skin, the priest shall pronounce them unclean. It is a defiling skin disease. If, however, the spot is unchanged and has not spread in the skin but has faded, it is a swelling from the burn, and the priest shall pronounce them clean. It is only a scar from the burn. So today's passage uh, follows directly from yesterday's, and you know the theme and the content does as well. Today is the third of four passages from Leviticus that I'll be covering this month, and we started with women discharging blood after giving childbirth. That was the first, and then we had uh, the passage about general skin afflictions yesterday, uh, which sound a lot like leprosy, but at the same time, um, you know, we cannot say with certainty if that is exactly what is being described. And then today uh, we have some more skin afflictions, uh, but in a more special and specific uh, way and case. And it involves boils, burns on the beard or in the beard, and on both heads and foreheads, right? It's just kind of broken down. Now, this is not the most exciting stuff to, uh, to look at or talk about, um, nor the most spiritual thing to talk about which again is why it can be very easy and tempting uh, to over-spiritualize and over-theologize this kind of passage. Again, and you know, adding meaning and in interpreting these passages in ways that was never intended. And in case you haven't heard yet, um, the main purpose of these purification rites and practices are to remind us of the need for holiness and sanctification before God in order to be in the presence of God. And as I mentioned yesterday, uh, the skin-related uncleanness points us to the inevitable decay of flesh and skin because um, of the death that entered creation because of sin, uh, because of the sin of all. The purification rites are the forerunners of what Jesus achieved for us once and for all. Kind of like a preview, right, of what Jesus would do in the future. He redeemed us from our sin, but in doing so, Jesus also freed us from all the related consequences of sin, first and foremost being death, right? He became the way, the only way to eternal life. You have to remember that one of the main and most powerful purpose of the entire Old Testament is God revealing himself to sinful humanity and teaching this sinful humanity the way back to him, how they could have a relationship with him once again. And this is you know, what people mean when they say that Jesus is all over, that Jesus is in, and that he's the main character of the Old Testament. Um, almost everything in the Old Testament are signs pointing people to Jesus. The sacrifices, um, you know, is the most easiest one to understand uh, in this way, but also the purification rites um, in these few chapters, the section of Leviticus 11 to 15. Now, in regards to our appearance, our flesh and skin, uh, because of sin, our flesh and skin are continually decaying. It is aging and um, biologically, it's dying, it's pretty much dying. And yesterday I mentioned uh, the prideful response uh, of human, which is to fight uh, according to human wisdom and power to fight this decay, to fight the aging and the death uh, in order to preserve our beauty. And today's passage talks about the more specific and special cases of skin afflictions. Um, and as I was reading, I was reminded of 
uh, how we like to cover up, as I mentioned in the introduction, uh, how we like to cover up our blemishes and imperfections, especially the, you know, on our skin. And in the end, uh, the cases mentioned in today's, uh, today's passage is basically talking about the imperfections and the blemishes you know, on our face, on our skin. right? And the scripture uh, in this case tells us to present ourselves to God these imperfections, yeah? to present yourself to Moses, uh, to his son, to the priests, right? <laughs> Isn't that kind of interesting? And whether they are clean or unclean, people are isolated one way or another, right? And again, uh, this isn't because, um, you know, it is dirty in a sinful way, uh, but it reminds us, they are reminders of our imperfection before a perfect God. That our, that our blemishes, which are ultimately results, um, the result of sinfulness of humanity, and how it relates, uh, how it causes us and affects us before a perfectly righteous and holy God. And this may sound weird, but you know, I think, and I think I can, we can imagine uh, the times of isolation can actually be times of meditation, meditating, people meditating on the goodness and the grace of God how God is gracious in giving us the possibility to approach Him. Because, you know, really, technically, we should not have any, like, way to be with God. There should be no possibility at all. We just deserve to die. That is what sin has done to us. And then talking about skin and covering up, you know, naturally, I was reminded of makeup. Right? I talked a little bit about this before, you know, even I have tried to use it, utilize it once in a while. So do not get me wrong, please. I am not against makeup. I am not saying makeup is sinful, is prideful, then, you know, we should not use it. I am not saying anything like that, that it is bad or anything like that. But like many things, um, and most things maybe, too much of anything, even a good thing, is never good. And our sinfulness easily is able to twist twist things around us to take our minds and our heart away from God, distance us from God. So sin takes us away from God, but the scarier thing is that skin can actually keep us away from God. So this is meditation and reflection of our lives according to the Word of God. And the Word of God tells us to present ourselves to the priest, uh, to God, you know, our, with all our imperfections and blemishes and everything. And this becomes a spiritual exercise and discipline that can draw us closer to God as we depend on His truth and His word and not our understanding nor the words of other people. And again, remember that these purification rites dealing with uncleanness doesn't apply to us anymore. We do not need these things to cleanse ourselves because Christ has done everything in redeeming our sins, but also pure cleansing and purifying us. But uh, at the same time, there are a good way to understand uh, our sinfulness and uh, the tension, uh, the things that keep us away from God, the tension between sin and the holiness of God in our daily lives especially. So the question is us, for us today, what imperfections are you covering up from God? What imperfections are you trying to cover up by human effort for the sake of human pleasure, yours or other people, instead of going to God with it? and bearing and being willing to take that isolation in order for us to better focus on God. That I think is something for us to think about today. Amen. Let's pray. 
God, we thank you for your word that just confronts us with the reality of ourselves, the reality of our sinfulness, uh, the decay uh, of our need, of our pride, O oh Lord. And today, uh, as we consider our appearances, uh, as we consider the how much thought uh, and effort, maybe even money and time that we put into our appearance so that people will think a certain way about us, may your word just speak into our lives today and teach us according to the word today, though you may sound a little bit silly, uh, as the people were told to go to the priests with their skin imperfections and skin afflictions. Help us, Lord, to approach you, to come to you, and to receive from you your truth, the truth of our Father in heaven, the truth of our Creator God. We thank you for your word again, and in Jesus' name we pray, amen. For a single soul, reaching a world of stepping in closer. See, 